0: You are listening to the "Don't Tell My Grandma" podcast. What's up, Natalie?
1: Nataraui, <laughs> <laughs> Nataraui. No,
0: I haven't introduced. You oh yet. well, I
1: mean, no. Okay.
0: Well, we gotta we gotta do the warm up first.
1: That's what we're trying to do. Exactly. Warm, warm.
0: <laughs> no, don't. Let me do it. No. <laughs> no. I did it last night. No. No, you didn't. I did. No, I don't want I to be touched right now.
1: <laughs> I did.
0: Oh, you got to respect that. <laughs> yep. All right. yep. You know, all right. You know about the brain right now? That's right. You know all about it. So where are you right now? We always like to gauge where our guest
2: is. I'm in Houston, Texas, and I am in my apartment. Oh, Ooh, coming to you from H Town. Wait, is that Is that what you meant? or did you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you killed it. As you, you can see, it. as you
1: can see, we're uh 100% quirky. Uh, we're dialing up all the way.
2: We don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I already know that, believe me. If you're with Wendy, Juan, I don't know you that well yet. Or, or like, you know, I've met you a few times and you're awesome. But if you're with Wendy, I already know without even like interacting with you that you are a fucking weirdo too. So, oh yes. yeah. yeah. It was a
1: requirement in the relationship. The contract. Relationship, in the contract. <laughs> Absolutely.
2: Absolutely.
1: We don't allow normies in the house. No.
0: Yeah. No normies allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say
2: that. Aww. <laughs> 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 okay anyway let's yeah let's kick it off
1: should we kick it off let's... should we kick it with a with a jump kick
0: all right let's jump kick <laughs> Everybody,
1: welcome back to the Don't Tell My Grandma podcast. Coming to you live from Okoshiya, but in Tokyo,
0: yay! We're here
1: with a wonderful friend
0: who I'm going to introduce going because to introduce. she's my friend. But
1: first, we have to introduce ourselves because that's, <laughs> that's how we, right. that's how you do the show, right? So I am your host for today, Juan, and I am, as always, joined by my wonderful, amazing, quirky. <laughs> Co-host, Wendy. You're
0: at a loss for words. I'm,
1: well, I'm always at a loss of, uh, of words because when <laughs> I see you, when I I get to presence your beauty, I just lose all my words. Oh,
0: yeah. Just like right now. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we have a very special guest today, and she is the dearest friend of mine, and I'm just so happy that we can finally connect and have her on our podcast because she has so much wisdom and joy and weirdness and talent to bring to our show, and uh, I'm just so proud of her. Her name is, her artist name is Natara Way, and she is just Becoming a music artist. So I'm really excited to share her journey today. Nat or Natara Wei, would or you Natalie, like to welcome to the show? Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the show. And can you tell us a little bit about your music and what music means to you?
2: I surely can. And first of all, I want to thank you guys so much for having me on your show. This is like amazing, and it's just a beautiful thing that. We can all come together and like really reunite in this way. And, you know, we get to talk about real stuff and it's a really amazing opportunity for me to share my journey with more people and just the wisdom that I have, like you said, and thank you for saying that, by the way, and I do have a lot of wisdom I want to share. So it's just cool to be able to do that.
0: Oh, awesome. we're so happy to have you here, and it's so hard to be so far apart on the other side of the globe from you, but to be able to connect, like you said, and reunite this way is really meaningful to us, too. We've never had a, an artist, a musical, especially a musician, on our show before, so we're so excited to welcome you! Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully,
1: hopefully, it's not going to be the last artist, but the right. best... And the most special artist for us. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Oh, you don't have to say that.
1: Okay, sorry, I take it back.
3: <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> well, okay.
1: <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. Uh, so uh, you guys have met, uh, had known each other for quite a while, but actually, I've only had a few, t- a few opportunities to talk with you. So I really look forward to having this conversation. Uh, how did your journey of as an artist started?
2: Um, Okay, so I've always wanted to make music and I've always been into singing and rapping and stuff. I would mostly do it like just by myself, like in my closet or something. Um, From the time I was like 10 or 11, I started rapping. In fact, that's how uh, Wendy and I first met was we were in the bathroom, like the communal women's bathroom, And I was like rapping and she was like, oh, you sound like Nicki Minaj. And I was like, <sighs> wow,
3: <laughs> that was the first compliment.
2: time we ever interacted. Yeah. And then we became like best friends after that. But anyway, yes. Yeah, so that's like really cool. So I've always been into that, but I never really had, I guess, like the balls to actually do it because I'm a very all or nothing person. So. I knew if I'm gonna do this, I have to do it like all the fucking way and I cannot hold anything back or filter myself. I have to like be my raw self cause that's the whole fucking point in my mind. So I like, I have to do that. So it's like, it was a really big leap to take and it was really fucking scary to take that leap but I had to just do it because, and Wendy, I don't think I've told you about this but actually I probably have told you about this Well, I don't know, because I've been really bad at communicating in the last like years. My life has just been insane. But anyway, that's what like led me to the brink of jumping off that cliff and actually deciding to pursue music and being like, fuck it, because i had been waiting around to like meet the right friend who was like trying to do something similar so that we could like make it happen together, you know? And it was like, I just got to this point where I was like, the people who have been coming into my life just go out of my life again. It's, it's always like they end up being someone who is somehow trying to take advantage of me or doesn't have good intentions with me. And uh, that the last time something like that happened, it just pushed me over the edge. And I was just like, I don't trust anyone. I need to take care of me and I need to do what makes me happy because I'm out here waiting for somebody to make me feel brave enough to do that. And I just need to be brave enough to do it because I know it's what I truly want and need to do. So ultimately, I think in a way I lost my sanity because (laughs) I just fully went for it and I lost my job because of it. It was just insane. All I could do was make music. I couldn't work anymore. It was like flowing through me. It was like a divine flow. And I just knew it was what I needed to do. I really wanted to help people, like music has always helped me so much. I'm not somebody to reach out to people when I'm feeling some type of way. Like I try to just either hold it in or just deal with it on my own. I don't like to bother people. And I also feel like it's I'm a hard person to understand for a lot of people. So it's it's difficult for me to try to always like, rely on someone else because a lot of the time they're like really truly not going to understand i'm the only one who can understand me and music is my way of giving myself that therapy and that like validation and love it's like look look at all this pain you went through what we turned it into something beautiful and now we can share this with other people who might be in that exact same feeling who don't know how to express it to anybody or let anybody know what the fuck's going on inside And then you hear something that you just connect with to your core and you're like, oh my God, somebody else has gone through this. That's what I wanna give to people because that is what made me ultimately not just fucking kill myself really at certain points in my life. That was it. That was the thing that saved me. So now, you know, I've been through a lot in my life a lot more than most people our age have gone through. So it's a lot that I've carried for a long time and kind of just forced myself to push it down, whether that was by using a lot of drugs at the time to numb myself or just like always having a like boyfriend or a guy around because I needed that attention because it like soothes that hole in my heart. But it took me a long time to figure out that's those things are always gonna be temporary if that's what it's for. Like I need to be able to fill that myself If I can give my full heart to anybody so it's it's just sorry I'm going on a huge rant right now but I'm just really really okay cool I'm just really passionate about this and it really just like you know I just think especially in modern society with social media so much stuff that you see is either a blatant lie or it's like you know a little bit dulled down version of the raw truth so people become in this mindset where they think, oh, this is how life is for other people. This is the way it that like normal or average or or like good, you know, and it's just not true because even me, I try to keep it as raw as possible because for the reasons I just explained, but I still have moments where I'm feeling like high anxiety or I'm feeling a little bit off or period brain as we discussed and, you know. <laughs> Like it happens every month, hello. <laughs> but I have to deal with it and just know that yeah, my thoughts are rational right now, and I don't. I feel too shy or too self conscious to like do a video and talk to people today. But I'm just gonna fucking do it anyway because I know other people feel like this at times, and it stops them from doing things. So I want to show people you don't you don't have to not show that side of yourself. You can share that, and like people will show you love. Like it will be okay. It's just uh. I want to change the world because the world has more darkness than light right now. Before I die, I need to be a part of the per- the people that help shift that into more light than darkness. That's our fucking mission here. So we just have to do that. Wow. Preach girl.
0: (laughs) That was a lot. And I'm so glad that you were just so raw and open about all of that because that I mean that's who you are. That's what attracted to me, attracted you to me in the beginning (gasps) is just (laughs) yes. Okay. This is our love story. Okay. Don't don't interrupt. Uh, I'm
1: just gonna walk out. Just gonna walk
0: out. Okay, bye. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> see ya thanks for introducing the podcast <laughs> we no longer need you <laughs> no I'm just I just feel so much emotion and inspiration coming up from hearing what you just said from you know starting as a closeted
2: rapper as you said <laughs> yeah. that's a that's a good term closeted rapper right yeah. closeted rapper That's that could like be one perfect. of perfect Yes. Right?
0: That could be yeah. like your 12th album name. <laughs>
2: oh, my God. Wait, I need to write that down. Okay. Say Here we again.
1: go. Closeted rapper? closeted rapper? Closeted rapper. Closeted Yeah. <laughs> Trademark. TM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's already taken, <laughs> yeah. don't worry.
2: I'm going to put that on the page, but it probably won't be in the title. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. Or Or it could be a title of a song, maybe.
2: No, I mean the TM part. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, there we go. This is what I'm going to call my 12th album because I've, I have an album ready and I haven't been able to decide on a name. And this is fucking perfect, even though I'm not <gasps> rapping in like literally any of the songs, but it's like funny.
1: You're welcome.
2: <laughs> yes, truly. Thank you. Because I've been like, oh, maybe I'll call it this. Maybe I'll call it and I'll change the playlist name in iTunes to something. And then like an hour later, I'm like, no that doesn't feel right but then I can't think of another thing and then I just keep changing it. Anyway, yeah, so that's cool.
0: Yeah, anyway, I'm just I'm just so happy that you have found an outlet, not only an outlet but just a way to heal yourself. It's almost like therapy from what it sounds like, something that has always been inside you that you want to release for the world and mostly for yourself and having that instead of turning to addictions or vices that you feel can feel that void um, you've turned to music and made it into this incredible journey for yourself to help you understand yourself and help other people understand themselves too in the process so I just find that extremely inspirational and I hope that we can also do something like that with yeah. our podcasting and
1: I feel like we are very aligned in that circuit, yeah. that, in that sense. Personally, I feel like I have a huge drive to put stuff out there, put content, put value out there and try to make people feel that they can do it too, that they have value and that um, there's good people out there that are trying to make the world a little bit better. Just like you said, mm. we're just trying to find our own way our own gift to give. And uh, I really resonate with that, what you just said, what you just shared with us. And I guess the hope is that more people out there are listening and they're like, yeah, I feel the same way. And I want to do something too, because we need you. Like, yeah. we need you. Yeah.
0: And I think it's important too that you said, like, it's you really dug deep inside you and figured out what has been within for as long as you can remember basically since you were you know in middle school and music has been been that it's not like you have to reinvent the wheel or just come up with something that you have no idea you have no interest in but you you feel like you need to learn something just from square one right. which I know you've done with all of the you know with the music production process but something that has been so dear to your heart and has helped you in so many ways from such an early age is mm-hmm. music. And I think that's, that's right. so amazing that you're putting it out into the world now.
2: Well, thank you. I, I mean, it feels amazing, you know, it feels just right. And it makes me just really happy that you guys are doing this podcast and putting yourselves out there too, because, you know, we're all on the same mission. We want to be good to people, make it better. So, you know, we're all pursuing this in different ways and it's really a beautiful thing and it's the right thing. And like, it feels right to release that. It really feels right. Like I'll go, for example, okay, I'm, I'm like, as they call, as they say crazy, because two weeks out of every month, I'm period brained. Okay. So I'm like extra fucking emotional and I'm already a fucking emotional person. So I'm like, why did you say K instead of OK? You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) You didn't have time to use the O on me.
1: (laughs) There is a meaning of this. There's a reason he's thinking something.
2: Yeah, Yeah, but like really low. Like not not exactly that. That's never happened. But like, you know, those kind of things. (laughs)
1: Uh, It's just just me. It's just me.
0: (laughs) I want to I want to talk about how, you know, after you started making music, how did you
2: learn how to produce it? Well, that's actually the first thing that I learned before I ever recorded any vocals at all. I mean, I had put out a couple like freestyles I recorded of myself just on camera. But I before I ever actually like got on the the instrumentals that I made, I spent At least a month just fucking with GarageBand on my computer. I didn't even think about using my phone. I use my phone for it all the time now, but I didn't even think about it because I just assumed that you could probably just do like minimal stuff in the phone one, but you can actually do like some even more stuff. Like there's like more sounds and I don't know. Anyway, they're both great, but I got on GarageBand. I had already bought this keyboard that I have, this keyboard new. Yeah, this is called a MIDI keyboard. So you hook it up to your computer and then you can use all kinds of different sounds with the keyboard. And um, they're all just in GarageBand. You can get uh, plugins and stuff too, which is like extra sounds you can download and add to that library. I've never gotten any, but what I did was just I fucked with all the stuff on there and just like looked at different sounds and just really just messed around until I just like got the hang of it. Really. That's how personally I learned best. And, uh, I, there's also a lot of stuff online. I just, I think a lot of people want to pursue music or stuff that includes creating some kind of music, but they, it's an intimidating thing to think about actually pursuing because you have no idea how the fuck does someone get on Spotify? How does someone like I used to, you know, I I thought you had to be like famous and like making it out there already to be on Spotify or something like that. Literally, I pay $20 a month to DistroKid, which is a, uh, what do you call it? Distributor, which is, you go through that. I pay $20 a year and I can upload as much music as I want to them. Then they distribute it to all platforms for me. It's amazing. And it's so much easier than it seems like it is when
1: you don't know this. i really fascinated about this because I also started my journey about just tweaking and touching GarageBand, trying to find ways to create music. And I, and I, I had a lot of fun with it. We both did. But at some point it, it kind of became a bit too overwhelming. And I guess that's a feeling that a lot of people also had. And uh, I want to know, like for you, did you just like, went through it, just touch everything, try to like tweak and, and play with everything until you found the th- the way that you could produce music or you already had like a good idea of what sounds good, how to put things together?
2: So typically I'm going to give you an example. Um, so you haven't seen my like drawings or my artwork before, but when i draw it it comes straight from it like kind of flows through me to my hand and that's kind of how i went about going into garageband and just what i did was just um exactly like you said i just looked through stuff clicked on different stuff and and clicked on i started out doing it uh with i mean well at first i started on garageband on my computer so i didn't know about all the like loops and stuff on your phone too i found that later but what I did on my computer, which is, I mean, it's the same thing really. So I don't know why I'm distinguishing, but anyway, it was just going in through all the sounds. I had bought this keyboard about two months before because I knew that it like making music, like I had to do it. It was like my heart was like calling for it. But it took me over two months to actually even figure out how to use this keyboard to even like hook it up to my computer and be like, hey, let's go. Because I was just not ready, I guess. But when I was ready, it was like all the fucking way. And it was like, I was zoned into that shit for 20 to, to 24 hours a day. I was like barely sleeping. I was so, it was like, I'm, I'm serious. It was a divine drive. It was the most drive I've ever felt for anything in my fucking life. And it was just go, 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 go making songs all throughout the day hardly sleeping, waking up, getting on my laptop, making more songs. I, like I could not stop. And so... For me, it was really like, it felt like I had to do that, you know? That was like very extreme. And I know that's not going to be the case for most people, but I know there's a lot of people who want to do this and have been wanting to do this for so long. But it is, like you said, it's an intimidating task when you get in there and you see all the different things that it has the capability to do. It's like, how the fuck am I going to learn all of these things? Mm-hmm. Like, my best advice for that is don't think about it that way, but rather just, think about it like, let me go in here and just like press some buttons, look at some different shit and see what feels good. And that's kind of how I go about it. I just go through stuff when it sounds like, yeah, it gives me a good feeling, like it's soothing, whatever I'm feeling at that moment, even if I don't know what the fuck it is. If it soothes me in that moment, then I use that and then like I'll add that and then I go to the next one and do the same thing. So it just kind of like. Uh, it's like naturally what comes to you you know what I mean
1: yeah you you already had a fundamental knowledge of like music theory I think what really made me struggle was the fact that I didn't have any fundamentals on, on music theory so I didn't know how things could play well together
2: I didn't either
1: you didn't oh okay
2: it's kind of something that you know like I was saying, if it like feels right, that's really how I've always gone by. I did take like lessons to learn how to play many different instruments as a kid, but I like I don't remember any of that shit. I don't even know how to read music right now. I'm sure that I did learn stuff in theory as a kid, and uh, I'm sure it's maybe in my subconscious somewhere since like this is what I was supposed to pursue. So that could definitely be a factor for sure. But, I don't actively remember any of that. It's kind of just, you know, if you just, what I do is I have to not think about how is this going to sound to everyone else? Uh, Is this going to put off what I'm trying to put off instead of like focusing on that? Because it's really easy to focus on that because, right, you're going to put it out there and you know that, so you have that on your mind. And I really, really strive I mean, a lot of times I just don't give a fuck. So it's like, I don't even have to try to not think about that. But also a lot of times I really give a lot of fucks and I'm like nervous and I'm thinking about that. And I'm like, oh my God, what are people going to think about this? Is it going to sound good to someone else? Or does it just sound good to me? I have to just tell myself, I have to go in the mirror and be like, stop. If it sounds dope to you, then it's dope, period. Period. If someone doesn't connect with it, then they don't connect with it. It doesn't matter. We just want it to like reach the people who do connect with it. And you know, if you're authentically translating whatever you're feeling or like the feeling you want for that, and you just feel it when you're creating it, then that's what the uh, audience is going to receive. And uh, people who get it will get it. People who don't like, then it's just not for them and that's fine. You know?
1: Great. Great. That's awesome.
2: Yeah.
0: So do you think that at first you were trying to go by some music artist's rules or, you know, trying to apply these rules that maybe you didn't feel was authentic to you?
2: Um, I think, I mean, I, from the beginning, have uh, really strived to just bring my full authentic self. But looking back on how I started out in the beginning, I do think that my mind, just from looking at artists that I like underground art, I I listen to a lot of underground music. So a lot of those artists have like made it enough where like they're fine just from their music, but they're not like famous, famous, you know? So I follow a lot of them on Instagram. And as you all know, as an artist, you got to like be all up on social media to get yourself out there. It's like, you have to do that shit. And I've never been one to be big on social media until I started making music because I knew I read all about the music industry. I read all about what you need to do as an independent artist to reach people and find a fan base. And uh, that's just what I did. And uh, it was really, you know, of course, putting myself out there. I'm just a normal fucking person. And I listened to all these- We all are, just by the way. Yeah, I know. I know. But we forget sometimes we forget that people all are because and it's not on purpose because when we're talking about it, we actively know everyone's just a fucking person. Right. But when you're seeing these people and it's like the only stuff they're posting is like this kind of fantasy version of themselves that's supposed to be like part of the artist uh, brand for them and like what it's supposed to be that's ah uh, that's really what artists go for in the music industry. That's mostly what you see is they're going to be kind of branding themselves in a certain direction where while they may bringing be bringing their real self to the table to a certain extent, it's like they're also not it for a little bit because they're trying to maintain a certain image, and that's just how the in the music industry has always been i I've strived from the beginning to not cater to that because i You know, like I said, I want it to be relatable. I want people to like see my true self so that they can really see, wow, people actually experience this too or whatever. I don't want to, even though I know people who don't understand the shit that I deal with and listen to my music, they may likely think I'm literally insane. Uh, A lot of people do. (laughs) Sometimes I feel like I am, but, you know, I also just, I have to, as best I can bring my full self and I definitely have days where it's really nerve wracking to do that. And it it just feels like I'm really fucking exposed. Mm-hmm. Like, I see. yeah, like today I'm all kinds of emotional. So I posted something today, just of like my face, me singing one of my songs. It's a song that I released months ago, but this is the first time I've actually recorded a video of like myself singing it and posted to like market this particular song anywhere. And it's like a very raw emotional song. So it was really fucking scary to do that. And when I just felt that fear to be like, no, I can't do it. I I immediately am like, okay, I'm doing it post. And I just like press it because I cannot let fear stop me because I think that's just how they hold us down from bringing the good. They put fear in front of us and make us think it's real and it's not real. It's just a fucking feeling.
1: You have to lean into it.
2: Yes, exactly.
1: it's it's fascinating to me when you tell me that like uh, you struggle with uh, that part of you that's as you call it crazy and I think in this day and age that's kind of like part of being an artist like
3: oh yeah when
1: they say like oh she's kind of crazy it's like oh she must be a really great artist right then. right um,
2: <laughs> on the real though
1: yeah so um I guess it's it must be very difficult to expose yourself in social media mm-hmm. uh, when you are so susceptible so to like uh, your emotions and probably what other people think or say about what you create or whatever other things. Because people always find a way to put you down or just say something. Just, just find They always find the right knife to, yeah. to stab you.
2: Right. Exactly. And especially when you're like really putting your full raw like emotions and feelings out there in your music, it's like people know where to poke at you.
1: Yeah. yeah. But yeah. but you you don't shy away from it. You lean into it and you you understand that there's something more out there. There's something greater important than your that fears. you're trying to do. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's There's something greater they're trying to achieve. And that's really commendable. And we really uh, appreciate that you're doing that because we really enjoy what you create and by the way the the did you paint the the art that's behind you
2: actually my friend painted this but i did the two dollops on it wow cool. <laughs> nice, your little contribution <laughs> yeah he left it here he was he was here when he was like not doing very well and he was like can I crash at your place one night? I didn't know that he was like having a hard time, but he was my friend. So I was like, that's fine, I guess. So he like spent the night in my living room. He did that painting that night. He's an artist I've collaborated with for a few songs, but he is also a good friend of mine. I've known him for many years. So we originally met because we were painting together. We both like started painting and we actually originally met at an AA meeting or no, at an AA party. So, and we were both like, why am I here? So then we became friends. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a good way to, good way to make friends. Here? Why are you here? <laughs> Just Why are we with the, here? meet
0: with the people at the back of the room yeah. or in the yeah.
3: corner?
1: <laughs> do you feel that like you have found the best like balance in terms of how you put yourself out there in social media, how much you consume it? Or do you feel like you're spending a lot of time in there? Or is it necessary? As you said, that artists, especially artists are starting or don't have a giant label behind them need to really work social media to be able to put their stuff out there and people find them. Do you feel like you're putting too much out there or you should be doing more?
2: Like too much content or like.
1: Too much of yourself or spending too much time in social media.
2: I got you. Um, so social media is something that's a really difficult thing for me to balance because social media it's it's you know it's really reflective of my mood I know that I've been very dedicated since I started to posting I try to post every single day on like TikTok Twitter and uh, Instagram and I try to interact with everyone else's shit too because I like to show like mutual support for people But I also have times where social media and like scrolling through, it just really fucks with me. And so I have, I feel like I can't do this. I can't do this. It like gives me anxiety and really, really fucks with my head. So I feel like I need to take a break from it. But at the same time, like all these people are, uh, you know, showing me support. I don't want them to be like, oh, wow. She's like, she's like doing well and now she's just not going to show support back like she just is like we're not like fans now or whatever you know I don't want people to to feel that way so it's it's really hard for me to balance it because I don't want to just be like there for people when I'm like on the come up and then like just fall off when things are doing good or whatever you know and just like not give a fuck or whatever but it because like I really do give a fuck, but it's just hard. It's hard to keep up with everybody and look it's at draining. everyone's stuff. It's draining. It is, yeah.
0: Especially when you're being so vulnerable already. That that in itself takes so much energy from you to make that content and to be courageous enough to share it with the world with anyone who's who has a phone, basically. And um, especially when you've had past relationships like you were talking about in the beginning of this episode where you felt betrayed. So for you to, you know, invest yourself, your energy and your time into other people who may not be always giving it back to you or giving you the right kind of energy back is incredibly brave. And I'm, I'm not sure how you balance that. Is there a way that you, you know, give yourself the mental space so it's not consuming
2: you? Yeah, I definitely, I do everything in my power to create at least enough of a balance in some way, shape or form to get that mental space because you're right, it's completely draining at times. And it does take a lot of energy. And um, it's difficult for me because this is something that I'm very much dedicated to, and like how Juan was putting it earlier, like it's bigger than me. It's bigger than fear. It's something that I know is like my duty here. So I feel I rhymed. Yeah, I did. You're right. She's, <laughs> She's <ready. laughs> I'm already <Yeah>. going right. <laughs> Freestyle part one. Yeah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I often find that like I'm consumed by my music and just music in general, because I like to listen to other people's music too. Like I can't just listen to my own music all the time. Although honestly, I listen to my own music more than any other artist. Uh, but <laughs> it's because that's my therapy. These songs are songs that really, really soothe me. That's how they were created. So they're the most therapeutic to me of anything. But listening to my own music and listening to other artists' music whatever making my music making my content it's all consuming sometimes and it makes me forget to do basic things like (laughs) take a shower like my my kitchen is a mess because it's like it's all consuming and then after it's consumed me and I've like done what I feel I need to do like I have no fucking mental energy to do the like everyday humanly tasks of life so it's hard and I try my best to take time to go on like a couple walks with my dog each day um, rather than just taking him out and coming in like I I try to take him at least like a few blocks around the neighborhood whatever that even though a lot of the time I like really don't want to fucking leave my apartment at all because I just don't like interacting with humans It's just like, I don't, I don't trust them. I don't trust anybody. I don't really know anybody here. It's just, I'm very skeptical of people at this point in my life. So it really freaks me out to have to like walk by people all the time. And like, I don't know what they want from me, or if they're just like normal people just walking, like, you know, I'm paranoid at this point, like I'm fucking paranoid. So it's like, I really don't want to leave my apartment a lot of the time. And it's like, I know it's an irrational fear, but it's like, I just, it freaks me out. I'm still trying to figure out the right balance of everything. Cause it's, it's hard for me to maintain myself and my, my balance like that. It really is. And it's something I've gotten definitely much better at than I was Let's say like a year ago, um, because I've like kind of adapted to being in the music industry and what comes with that, uh, while at the same time holding on to my true self and my true intentions and not like being suckered into the way of the music industry and like feeling like I need to cater to that because like, and there's nothing wrong with people catering to that and like doing stuff they like. I'm not saying that I'm just saying that's not what I'm here to do. And I know that. So I, I just have to know that I have to trust the process. I've learned a lot on my journey about how things go in the music industry and how to just let things slide off of me and literally not let them touch me. And more than anything, just uh, believing in my own self and my own talent and creations and, and spirit that I'm putting out there. And like believing the difference that it will make for somebody. And uh, so if anybody says your music sucks or what the fuck are you doing? It's like it it doesn't touch me because I know they just don't understand. So there's no reason for me to take that personally. They just don't understand.
0: Exactly. That kind of brings me to a question that I have. Knowing you and knowing that school hasn't really been for you at all. (laughs) And probably the people who are closest to you, you know, your family knew that too. Like you didn't wanna Nat was never gonna go into some nine to five office job, right? I, I totally understand that. I'm not that kind of person either. Um, what has the support been like for you as a music artist from your family, from the friends that you keep in your circle? Um,
2: you know. Honestly it's a very lonely road doing this because there's few people who can accept how rawly you're putting yourself out there and still like feel comfortable around you or still feel like they're like good enough to be your friend because they're like she's putting herself out there and she must think she's so much better than me and like you know me so you know that's not my state of mind that's not the way i do things but people don't know me so they don't know that i mean you know not people but i mean just some people who just don't understand that mentality or like why i'm really doing this like it's not because i think i'm better than everyone it's because this is just what i need to do and uh you know there's going to be people who don't understand that and there has been mostly people who don't understand that or just feel some type of way about it and um I've made a lot of connections with other artists through Instagram and TikTok over the past it's been about 11 months actually I think it's been almost a year since I first created the Natara Way, uh Instagram page and got wow, on there the yeah city. I think it was on July 14th so it's like almost Coming I just up. realized that yeah that's really cool yeah congrats Thanks. So, yeah, I connected with a lot of artists and, um, you know, there was, you know, my, my music is really something different than most artists I come across have seen before. And they tell me that. And it's really nice to hear that. um, Because obviously, I know I'm not like other people. Like, I've always been like, like different, you know, and I thought it was a bad thing, but now I am I embrace it and I see it as a good thing and it's something that everybody has. Everybody's unique and different, but it's just, you're kind of told not to embrace that by society. So I, you know, I, I've embraced that and I, it's nice that people can see it because that's what I want people to understand is you can be yourself, but you know, like my parents, for example, you know, our parents are like around the same age, probably. And like, it's not like they're like super conservative, but compared to me and what I'm putting online, it, they're very conservative, you know. But it's kind of just how like normal people are in society, you know. It's, you don't just like see somebody on their personal Instagram page who just like, is living like a normal life or something just posting pictures like singing about whatever you know anyway you you know what I'm saying so it's uh something that my family was very shocked by the first time I released any music on online was in August I released my first album and I remember My parents were, like, treating me really differently. My whole family was acting weird toward me once I told them that I was making music and they, like, saw my Instagram and stuff. They just, everybody in my life started treating me differently and kind of just, like, falling off and not really, like, reaching out to me anymore. And uh, just acting different toward me, acting like they had some kind of, like, like, bad feeling toward me or something. Um, I'm really
1: sorry to hear that.
2: Yeah, it's really unfortunate, but with all the artists that I've connected with and talked to, and we've all been supportive of each other, other independent artists coming up, you know, I've had the blessing of them, like, messaging me and being like, hey, if you ever need help with anything, like, when I've posted, like, videos on my TikTok or on my instagram or whatever when i'm like i'm very honest about what's going on and how i'm feeling about it and people actually reach out to me and be like hey if you need to talk like i'm i'm here to talk to you like i understand what you're going through so just and i would talk to people they would be there for me and not in like a creepy or like invasive way like genuinely they had been through the same thing and they wanted to like tell me about it you know and uh it's just really amazing. I did not expect that from the music industry because you hear about how horrible and toxic it is, but it's really just that way with like a lot of the labels and like bigger people, like people who are like huge and are managed by somebody. It can be very toxic up there. Most of it is very toxic, but I'm in the underground and I want to stay in the underground. I'm not trying to be like Nicki Minaj, you know, like, I'm not out here, someone being like, hey, in this video, you're going to wear a thong and talk about like milking titties. Like, no, I'm not.
1: Still, <laughs> still, so, so, oh, res- respect for the artists who do that. Like there's a market for that and there's, there's people a who appreciate it, which is yeah. fine.
2: And I appreciate a lot of that music. I do. That's that's just not what I'm out here to do. Right, right, um, right, right. But you hear about how people will be, you know, controlled by their management company like big artists they're they they lose their creative control and it's not their fault a lot of times they didn't know what they signed up for and uh then they kind of just become a puppet for people and this isn't the case for everybody this isn't everyone it just you see it happen a lot and I I didn't really know that so much before I actually entered the music industry and saw it firsthand and you really you know I forgot
1: what the original question was. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. I think, I think you definitely give a good answer. And I wanted to, I want to go back to when you were talking about the music industry, because it seems to me that when you, when you say the music industry, you put like independent artists and the labels all together, which I think it's like maybe a bit, uh, confusing. Yeah. A bit too broad. Like I, I assume that you want to stay a independent artist. For the yes. time being, right. So I I would understand if independent artists are much more supportive to each other because yeah. like you don't have a giant company behind you. Yeah, it's
0: more of a community feel. Yeah,
1: and you understand what the the challenges and the the tribulations are of each other. So it's it's really commendable and nice that yeah. uh, people are open to say, hey, like reach out and 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 help each other. Which is really nice. I wanted to ask you something, though. Like, what would you do if, let's say, for example, you explode and, like, you get, like, th- millions of followers and when. downloads of your music? Or when, right. When. Yes. What would you do? Like, what have you thought about that? Like, how would you manage that? Because I know it could be a lot. Like, I've seen, we've seen, I don't know, like, documentaries and stuff of how people... Sometimes take it well. Sometimes they don't take it as well. Mm -hmm. And, And it can be very overwhelming.
2: Yeah, it's definitely something that's very overwhelming to think about. But it's also like the excitement overpowers the overwhelmingness. Like ultimately, I want to be able to make enough income from my music in whatever way, shape or form to support myself fully. And also be able to help other people in like, whatever ways I want to help other people and do things for people, you know, I have been so dead ass broke for the last six years of my life. Because I'm literally like a starving artist. (laughs) Like even before I started making music, I was out here fucking face and body painting. Like, you know, I had, I've had so many like random jobs, like job jobs, because I can't stay in one place for longer than a year. I usually don't even last a year. It's just like, it's a lot to handle when I think about it, because right now, you know, I don't have so many followers. I mean, I've grown my followers a lot on all the platforms, but like, it's not like the amount that it's going to bring me all this, like, income if I sell merch or it's going to like definitely be a steady flow you know it doesn't support me and uh it's really overwhelming at time because I put so much of myself and my time into doing this and trying to get to where it will support me because I know this is what I need to be doing and then I already get very overwhelmed by that because I'm not seeing the money coming from all of this fucking work I'm doing. It's something I know is going to come later, but it's not an instant gratification. It's something I have to keep working for and keep pushing and then it will happen. I can't give up. And uh, I already feel overwhelmed by that. But I think when I'm at a point where, because right now I'm putting in more work than most artists, like big artists that are doing music full time, put in at all. I'm doing way more than that. So it has to come back around. That's just how things work.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I know it will come back around, but I think when I, when I'm bigger and I actually am making the stream of income off my music, like literally it's coming in while I'm resting and then doing more work in the morning, it's like people are streaming stuff. So it's just flowing in while I rest and then I can work more. When that's happening, and I know that's happening, I don't think it will overwhelm me so much because I'm not going to feel so much pressure to like post as often as I do or make as much music in such a short period of time as I have been doing this whole time. Like it's right now I'm like, push it out, push it out, push it out, push it out because I'm trying to just fucking get there. I think when I get there, um, because I'm in charge of my own uh, creations and my own just like way of operating while people who are under a label or a management company will have their manager being like, Yo, get up, you need to do this post, we need to go here and do this photo shoot. Which, like, that's a good thing, but also that could be a, that can be a lot of fucking pressure when you really just need a fucking break.
1: That's yeah. right, that's right. Yeah.
2: yeah, knowing that I'm in control of that and I can decide, No, I need to take a few days to myself, and like, I'm not like letting somebody else down or having to like let somebody know and when it's just only me it's like it's gucci and i don't have to be like nervous about it because it's just me
1: right so right.
2: i think that helps a lot with that
1: it's really amazing that you say that like you're you've been working really hard on on your art for as you said you were, you've were you been the term is starving artist for yeah, almost a year. Uh, for well, six years than a year. yeah. yeah which i think a lot of people see as like of course it's it's not easy and most people shouldn't have to be in that situation but uh it's also kind of like a test because if you're dead focused on doing this or making this happening and making this happen and and you keep working on your craft every year every day making yourself better you're going to make progress way faster than people that might be uh maybe in a more comfortable circumstance and uh, mm. I think that's the difference sometimes with people who really like they explode at one time. People would say like, wow, how, how is this right. person achieve this overnight success right. when they actually don't see the 10 years of work <laughs> no. that they've been doing and they've been anonymous. So uh, that's really, really amazing that you, you understand and you see it that way mm-hmm. uh, will really help you. um Get to that point because a lot of people just burn out and they 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 don't they don't get there. But uh, another thing what I wanted to say is that when when I was talking about overwhelming, being overwhelmed is not only about the work but also the fact that once you become famous, having people uh, approach you all the time, having to be careful with what you put out there. You said that you would of course tone down the amount of uh, things that you put out and uh, also not put as much, uh, not, not put it as often, but regardless, like people are going, when you become famous, people are going to be talking about you and they're going to be trying to reach out to you and all that kind of stuff. And sometimes that can be, uh, like really like too much, depending on how comfortable you feel about your, your privacy. And, uh, I I understand like, there's a lot of artists who don't, don't really appreciate that.
2: Yeah. So, um, that's a very good point. So, you know, I, I think about this almost every, well, not almost, I think about this every time I need to leave my apartment. Um, I have like, it fluctuates, but I usually have around 10,000 follower or 10,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. And right now I have 4,000 followers on there. To me, it doesn't seem like much because even though i know that's like a big deal because i know like wow i went from here to here that's really crazy but at the same time i compare myself to artists that i listen to that are also underground and that i watched come up and i look at like where they're at and i'm like oh i'm not even close like you know so it's it's always uh comparing myself to people but then at the same time i remember when i'm leaving the house that I have 4,000 people that like actively decided to follow me. So that means they likely listen to my music regularly and have been kind of following what's going on. And uh, I mean, I can see on Spotify, my fan base's locations, it shows you the cities they're in and the countries and everything. And in Houston, where I live, I only have like 15 people on Spotify that uh, are like listening to my music each month. It's mostly uh, in other states and other countries. I do have a little bit of a fan base in Dallas, uh, but it's not like thousands, it's like hundreds. But I'm grateful that I only have like a handful of people in my city that apparently listen to my music because I already feel nervous because I live in an apartment complex where I'm walking out the front door and I have to walk through a hallway where other people go and go, take an elevator down that other people go through also it scares the shit out of me and that's another thing I just have to force myself to just walk into just like with the music because it's like if someone recognized me so what like so what and I have to tell myself what are the fucking odds of that like you're not famous yet that's like a very odd chance of that happening but of course anything's possible and the universe works in strange ways
1: I just wanted to say like I understand that feeling of being, we're talking a lot about overwhelm. Yeah, in this episode, yeah. and I feel like I really understand, as I was saying, the that feeling of being overwhelmed with too many people in your circles. Mm. Uh, I kind of felt a little bit like that uh, at some point when I was trying to make friends in Tokyo and and reaching out to a lot of people. I was really overdoing it in, in some ways, mm. but I really understand that also. Not everybody has to be in the closest orbit. Yeah, that's something that I learned early on when I was trying to befriend people from Japan. Uh, they are more comfortable with just keeping you in a in a long orbit. What I mean, orbit is like uh, a long orbit is like an acquaintance or someone that you you really don't expect to be interacting with often. Uh however it really takes a lot of work to bring someone to your closest yeah. orbit. Like these are people that you interact at least once a week that you really care about. You 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 ask about their families and stuff like that. And uh after after some time, I like I was originally trying to not bring too many people at the same time into my life. But then I learned like, well, you don't need to limit them. They just don't have to become part of your closest orbit, like if they wanna hang out if they- they look forward to see you, you can if you have the energy of course uh because that's another another variable uh to spend time with them and stuff like that, but they don't have to become something like some sort of source of always having to right. pay attention to that right. but you know i i I feel like. I understand also that feeling of like, I have enough things in my life right Right, now. Right,
0: Yeah, that's how I feel, definitely. And I think part of it is the impact of COVID and how it's affected our social lives. Um, Just not being out there and having regular interactions. I feel like my social capacity has plummeted over Ah. the past year or so and now i'm like i'm at the point where i'm questioning all of my friendships like especially the ones here and i think there's a lot of factors that play into that right like we're getting eager to leave and i'm focusing more on like being ready to be back and reuniting with people but it's also kind of pulling me away from what i are what i have and what i would like to focus on
2: right Which is what's in front of
0: you. Right, right, exactly. Not that I can't do both, but like we're all saying, it just, it takes so much energy. And it's hard to give yourself, you know, I want to show up as my best, the best version of myself in my relationships. Mm -hmm. But it's not always easy to do that, especially in the circumstances and Mm -hmm. not being used to daily interactions. It's just how do you find, you know, how do you find that balance?
2: Yeah, that's really difficult. It's definitely, I mean, this last year I've spent pretty much 95% of the time like alone in my room. So, I totally identify with all that you just said. It's very hard and I mean, you know, I want to say I try to just be present where I am but that's not really true I really try to be present where I want to be so it's like I kind of create this fantasy world for myself where it's like even though it's not a fantasy it's real I'm an artist out here making music it's not like a like made up thing but it's like it's like what feels right and feels like I'm a fucking fairy when I'm doing it to me so it's kind of like that's like my escape like fantasy land but it's like a fantasy that I'm actually in but I get lost in it and it's so comforting and soothing to me it's hard for me to break out of that and then like come back to reality and like text people back or like call my mom back or answer the fucking phone at all like it's just it feels like I need to just be here right now and then I just like I often just honestly forget about the fucking reality of my life Like my kitchen is a fucking mess. And it's like, I just get lost in my headphones. My kitchen's literally right in front of me. I'm looking right at it. But I like forget it's even fucking there and don't notice it because I'm so fucking zoned into the music. So it's like, then when I get lonely, I'm like, I don't even know who I am going to talk to right now. It's like, I feel lonely, but like, I like don't want to talk to a human. Like, I just want to like be in my own world and not leave. And it's hard to deal with because it's like a lot of times what I need is human interaction, but it feels so not like comforting to think about that.
0: Yeah, that really resonates with me. Like I, I found myself in that place sort of loneliness where I feel like the thing that will help me is human interaction. However, I do not have an ounce of energy that I want to pour into another human besides Juan. Um, some days, not even him, I feel like. I just want to be by myself and not have to put that energy into anyone else. Like I can sometimes some days I hardly feel like I can give it to myself. So exactly. Right. And I think that's okay sometimes. But you also need to realize that having some sort of balance is going to benefit you in some ways, like constantly just being by yourself and trying to either bury or just hide from your reality is going to have some kind of negative effect on your brain
1: and mental health i'm afraid that like this is gonna be the next crisis Mm. people just not being able to interact with each other in a natural way anymore
2: have you seen black mirror
1: not not yet no but i've 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 read a lot about it but i haven't seen the episodes yet
2: we should watch it it just sounds similar to like uh one of these what one of the episodes well actually there's multiple ones where it is like that but what you just described where it's like in the future humans don't remember how to interact anymore there's an episode it's i think it's the it, I think it's the second episode on the first season because I remember the first episode was it wasn't that good, I didn't think. the second one and all of the ones after that are really fucking like mind tripping out. Like it's like real, real something you would think about like literally what you just said. and it's like people are just on their devices and people have a number above them digitally when they walk past other people or when they're like interviewing for a job. It's like they have a number that like defines their status of education and like worthiness or whatever. And people don't really like look at each other or like everyone's just like hey, 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 all the time and like pretending they're all happy all the time. Nobody like shows any real emotion or they just literally don't talk to each other and just look at their phones.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people were expecting that like after everybody got vaccinated or at least most people got vaccinated, everybody will go. Crazy and like we will have their roaring twenties again, right. uh, but I feel that a lot of people are also going to struggle a lot with the fact that they just forgot how to socialize, how to socialize, and or how they I got comfortable racist? with the status quo that they got after after COVID or during COVID, and uh, that's gonna be that's gonna have so many impacts so many yeah. things are going to be different that we can't even predict and like what hap- what happened 100 years ago with uh the influenza or was it the influenza the flu the spanish flu spanish right yeah. uh the world was completely different then and now there's so many commodities like people are less incentivized to actually interact with each other so
2: everything's delivered yeah
1: right, right. i don't know we might be living in a world where people rarely talk to each other like i really like the 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 fact that like in the western world if you go to a bank and you have to like uh, go into a queue people just like hey how was your day how are you doing in the line and stuff like you just interact and that doesn't happen in japan and i don't want the west to become like japan in that sense like please that doesn't
2: happen there at all
1: No, people
0: are very much in their own bubble, like I'm not going to burden you by, you know, engaging in conversation with a stranger.
2: Yeah, I remember like your first year there that I remember that was very difficult for you. Yeah, it still is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's just a difficult thing for anybody, even if you were like born in Japan and have lived there your whole life and don't know any different. It's still difficult. You just like you don't know any different. You don't know there's another way. But it's like the suicide rates in Japan. This is why people feel like they can't have true relations with other people. Mm -hmm. And that's literally like the whole fluid of life is like connecting with people and other beings. It's like if you don't get the chance to do that, or you're never shown that that's a thing. I mean, it's like where's the light in the
1: world yeah right All i want to go back a little bit to into your career and what you're trying to make how do you how did you put yourself out there originally like did you create your your first album album and then you immediately found this uh avenue where you could just like publish it everywhere was it intimidating how was it it
2: was intimidating but rather than doing, because I knew how important and how correct this, this thing was for me to do and how it was like my destiny to do this. I, it just gave me that drive to really go deep into it and find out exactly how to like maneuver the the whole thing. It was a lot, it was a lot to do. And it, it took, if you added up the amount of hours I spent like learning about it before I actually Started uh releasing anything or whatever, it would be, I don't know, because I hardly slept during that time. I was literally doing that the whole time. It was intimidating, but because it was what I really wanted, I just really put all of my energy into that. Because I knew if I put all of my energy into it, I could make it happen and I would make it happen. But if I just handled it like I had handled most things in my life, which is like, I already only have half energy. So let me put half of that half energy into this and then like just regain my energy for the other half. Like if, which, I mean, that's just how I've always felt, but instead of like using the rest of my energy to like chill and like unwind and decompress, I stopped doing that and started literally just making music instead so that I could keep putting out as much as possible and it was about a month that I or no actually it was about six weeks that I first plugged this into my computer and started trying out GarageBand and fucking around it was about six weeks after that that I had my first album which was my first release my first album ready to release and I found out all the info of how to make it happen and who to go through and signed up everywhere where I needed to sign up and uh then, basically, just within six weeks of that was when I released my first album. So it was a lot of work um but I was definitely more focused than I've ever been on anything in my entire life. wow, and that's
0: that's saying a lot because, as someone with who also has a d h d it's it can be really a huge struggle to pour yourself into something and actually commit not just doing like these 80 percent finished projects and then leaving them there thinking that you're going to revisit them at sometimes and sometimes you do but most of the time they're just lying around making you feel like shit because you can't complete anything but it seems like this journey is something that you it's so valuable to you and it's um, really helping you connect with yourself and other people that I don't think it's going to be one of those unfinished projects.
1: Yeah. You found your purpose. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. A lot of people wish they did.
0: That's right. Maybe yeah. to, sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just going to say maybe to wrap this up, Um, I kind of want to know, where you see yourself
2: in the next few years um in the next few years I definitely see myself being able to fully support myself from my music like in the next year and a half that's pretty much what I'm I'm seeing I think it's gonna like come up in a slow steady pace because that's how it has been from the beginning it's like it's been continuously going kind of like this. So it's like, you know, up and down, but still steadily just going up at the same time. So I think, you know, if I keep at it, keep going at the pace I'm going with things and just like putting my all into it as much as possible, there's nothing that can stop me from making it happen within definitely within the next few years. So
1: Excellent, excellent, that's true. Yeah,
2: just gonna keep going.
3: Thank you.
0: excited for you and inspired by we're you cheering you up yeah we're, we're cheering you on
1: yeah cheering you on
0: yeah and Thank if there's you. anything, yeah, if there's anything that we can do for you to help you on this journey, please let us know. Yes.
1: Find her music is amazing. Yes. We are already, we're already going to put all the links, all of them. You're already
0: them. doing us a huge favor yeah. by gifting us with your music yes. to share on this podcast. And your friendship, which is and the most important. Yes. Thing. The most important thing is your friendship.
1: Yeah. We, when you become famous, then we're going to be friends of a famous person.
0: That's Right. That's not true. Well, we'll, all <laughs> well you be will famous. become famous, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there we'll any all... less? That's right. You've shared so many, as we like to put it, gold nuggets yes. in this podcast. Is there anything else you want to leave our listeners with today?
1: Anything you want to tell someone who's in the same journey, but like behind?
2: Um. Yeah. What I would tell someone is um, try your hardest not to focus all of your attention onto numbers and likes and even comments. People say, even though, you know, you have to be on social media like we all talked about earlier and, uh, it can be really getting to you. Sometimes it happens to me often, but I have to just remember that I'm doing this because it means something to me. And, uh, if it doesn't mean something to someone else like it doesn't matter because it means something to me if you're being true to yourself that's the best thing you can do for the world
1: that's right that's right
2: that's a beautiful
0: reminder yeah. and you're a beautiful person and friend who yeah. we will cherish forever yes. and we can't wait to reunite with you in person yeah we can't
3: wait
1: we're going to have a lot of fun yeah. and uh, guys if you haven't found it yet go find Natara Way's music on Spotify and pretty much any platform that you like to, Apple to listen music. to your music, Apple music mm-hmm. also. Uh, and, uh, yeah, make sure to follow her. And if you, if you like this content, also follow us and give us a like and, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And, uh, we <laughs> will, <laughs> we will put the music that you, you created at the end of this episode.
0: I think we should do a little intermission too.
1: Yeah, we're gonna put we're gonna if you allow us, we're gonna put some of your music in in the between the episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, then we're doing that.
2: I think we should do beginning, middle, and
0: end. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. <laughs>
2: yes, an Atari sandwich, an Atari breading.
0: Yeah. It's not <laughs> <Best
1: way>. Right. So thank you so much for watching. Um, we love if you send us an email or any questions that you have, if you want to listen more about uh, what interview, what interviews we, we've had with the people and you want to ask them questions or anything, you can send us an email at com. You can find our Instagram or Twitter or Facebook all in the description. And uh, thank you so much for listening and watching if you're watching on YouTube. Also, don't forget to like and subscribe and ring the bell. I've been learning all the things that you have to do in social media. Um, Please
0: leave us a, a rate and review too yeah, on our we podcast. Appreciate that. Yeah, that would be awesome for us to get our voices out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nat approved.
1: Nat <I laughs> approved, <I> approve. that's <laughs> great. That's all I. That's all we wanted. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, guys. <laughs> Bye.
2: Bye. Thanks, Bye. Nat. Love you. Thank you. Love you.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs>